brother is there at the farm along with my parents, and so we were there um, all gathered. And instead of exchanging gifts, our family chose to spend a day at the World Water Park in West Edmonton Mall. Now, who has been there? Okay, so you know, you know, the, the magnitude of the experience of being there. Um, I did have an amazing picture of Eden making a gargantuan splash uh, coming down a water slide. Um, and it kind of shows you how over the top this place is. It is full of, I don't even know how many water slides. Um, there is waves, like a lot of waves. Uh, there's palm trees. There's uh, noise. <laughs> and there's a lot of people. The kids' playground area has this bucket that's uh, like twice the size of our minivan. It dumps the entire bucket of water every like seven minutes or so over the entire playground. And so it just, you know, every time the kids run for cover, ah. And then at the same time, you have the wave pool, the enormous wave pool. And every time the waves come back on, a foghorn sounds. Do you remember this? And what happens every time the foghorn sounds? Everybody in the entire place screams. It's a thing. You scream when the foghorn sounds. It's an over-the-top experience. It's, it's, it's crazy. So even on December 30th, on a Monday, um, every, every, yeah, there you go. Every water slide, there's like a 30-minute to 45-minute wait. No, just lining up. You have to line up to get into the hot tub. Um, and, and so it's just it's kind of this crazy place. At the bottom of every, almost every water slide, there is a machine, a pot machine, that has all these cups there. And so you just you just fill up your cup. It's a free pop all day long. So you just think of how much sugar and caffeine are in all of those adults and children filling this entire room. It's extravagant. It's over the top. It's crazy. And it's a little bit like the story that we are going to be spending the next couple of months in Harry Potter's Park, the book of Esther. So the book of Esther tells an over-the-top story. And it's the basis for the Jewish festival of Purim. And it's still celebrated every year. Jewish families, you can, you can, if you know, like Steve grew up in a family, in a neighborhood with a, a lot of Jewish families, he, he thinks he had a day off of school every year for the festival of Purim. So it is a festival full of costumes and feasting and a lot of drinking and um, storytelling, especially telling the story so because this is kind of an over-the-top festival, look, should, show the next picture, Caleb. Yeah. So everything is kind of to the ninth degree in, in retelling the story. So rabbis, for years, have given instruction about how the festival of Purim is supposed to be 
question in place and, and a choice of returning back to an unsettled, unpopulated, isolated land was not super helpful in the way. And so the story of Esther takes place in the Persian Empire in this context where technically the exile has ended because Cyrus has told people they can go home. But many of the Jews, in fact, most of the Jews are still scattered throughout the empire. And in this particular story, many Jews are living in Susa. Uh, that's the capital city where Esther finds herself. So the Persian Empire, Caleb, is very big. Um, it's a huge, over-the-top size of an empire. Uh, it stretches, think, that she becomes gathered up with 
story 
death on the cross. It's a, a pivotal moment. It's, it's a crucial moment in the redemption story. Jesus takes all that is horrible and hard, death and darkness, and he takes it to the cross. The epitome of darkness. And he takes all this terrible and he redeems it for good. He takes the evil of false accusation and murder and greed and power hunger and he takes all of this and he, he uses it to bring eternal life. This is the story. Jesus died. Jesus, with his disciples, um, at that last supper, when he, he gave them this particular um, event, this celebration, this, this bread and this cup, and he, and he brought to them this awareness of his body and his blood, he said to them, you need to do this whenever you come together. In other words, you need to keep on telling the story. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell this story. just for the sake of ritual or just for the sake of that would please God if we told this story over and over. No, Jesus knew that we needed to rehearse it so that that story would be what shakes us, so that it would shape our Monday morning and shape our Tuesday 